So, hey, looky there, it's Caden Stetler and Robin Vote with Com Cheddar. I haven't listened to them since I was prospecting out on Subterrell. How's it going, Rebels and Blockaders alike? Welcome to another episode of Com Chatter with your host, Caden Stetler, the founder of Rebel Cause, and of course... Hey guys, Robin Vote, founder, Brick City Blockade, back on another episode of Com Chatter here in 2019. Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah, this will be our first episode of the new year, and... We're excited to sit down. You know, there's there's some news that we could talk about, but I really want to get into an interesting topic tonight. Uh, something that we've we briefly mentioned on past episodes, but never really had a real good sit down conversation about what it means, what it could mean, and how it affects the Star Wars galaxy in general. Yeah, yeah. So, of course, I want to talk about the world between worlds, uh, which we first got a glimpse of in the rebels series on the episode the world between worlds mm-hmm. uh which which is i guess what we're calling it that's what they yeah, called it in the, yeah. <clears throat> that's what they called it in the story and um it's been visited a few times now um mm-hmm. we got it like i said in rebels uh we got it also now in the vader comic yes yes which is really interesting and is is there a third one that i'm missing I no, it's just those two. It's just those two. There's been a lot of rumors about it showing up again, but we won't talk about those until that happens. Yeah, yeah. It, so that, that's kind of where the conversation is going tonight. But mm. first off, I guess I'll start with my initial kind of reaction to what it, to the world between worlds. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a force nexus essentially mm-hmm. that bridges the gap between the force and the physical world. Yep. And I see people kind of say the word time travel with it. Which I disagree with. I, I think it's kind of the world where, like, the Force Ghost would kind of be, mm-hmm. you know, because we mm-hmm. hear Qui Gon is it Qui Gon or Obi Wan in the uh, book slipped my mind here. From a certain point of view, the book. Uh-huh. Yep. <clears throat> one of those two characters describes that when you're dead and become part of the the Force, time is not linear. It's just you can see everything all at once and. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. much like we saw in world between worlds, you could kind of jump around, jump to window to window and just kind of see what was going on. And when I first saw it, I was super intrigued. I was like, Mm. man, Filoni, you did it again. He just never fails to surprise me. And I was kind of curious, I guess, you know, what it was at first, you know, cause he's just kind of walking around. I'm like, well, Oh, actually, I guess we saw it three times. We saw it twice in rebels. Correct. Correct. Um, that was the other time I was thinking of because Yoda mm-hmm. communicated with him through it. Now, that's part of my question as well to come back to. Was there a force nexus like that or whatever you would call it on Dagobah? Because mm-hmm. Yoda was presenting himself to Ezra. Palpatine opened it through Sith alchemy. And we know Ezra had to get through it through the temple that's on right. the Thal. And we know Ezra got to it. Maybe she didn't really get to it, but she jumped, you know, was pulled through. Yes in the, the Sith temple. So I was super intrigued by it. And I thought it was a really interesting idea because the new canon has done a really good job of kind of telling us, you know, Hey, you're not going to understand the force. There's always more to it. It's so right. much bigger right. and giving us this new look at the force, which is super interesting. Mm. You know, before we kind of got in the legend stuff that, yeah, it was mysterious and everything, but that there were maybe like demigods that existed and the the celestials and that was interesting, but that kind of makes it more of a it's like a 
alien vibe like oh these these things created it but it the, the fact that it's literally just an energy force is super interesting they're really putting that mystery back in star wars that i really love the fact that ahsoka was saved through it was of course fantastic you know everybody here at rebel cause and of course the network loves ahsoka it could be accessed through like the sith alchemy i thought that was interesting but yeah so first impressions robin throw, throw it out to me bud what, what were your first thoughts after watching that episode it's exactly what Star Wars needed, and I'm sure Dave Filoni, coming out of Clone Wars, we do see, of course, the father, we see the brother and the sister, we see a lot of that development happen throughout the Clone Wars, and we see Ahsoka is already very aware of it. She's already very aware of that balance that exists, and possibly, in many ways, what the world between worlds truly is in all respects to the Force. She was starting to build a pretty clean idea of this exists, and this is something that can be easily accessed. And as we move closer and closer to Rebels and the events that happen in there, we see yet another, other than Kanan Jarrus himself, another person within the Force that still exists out there is still able to find a way to access said world between worlds, other than Ahsoka Tana. I think Filoni, again, one of the masters of putting things on the shelf that's exactly what he did after Clone Wars, was he took this concept for this world and whatever else and put it up on the shelf and said, this is something that I want to introduce later on and have these two characters go through. And I think the one aspect of the Force that I think it touches upon beautifully and is something that we have not truly seen in Star Wars, other than in some of the newer canon stuff where we've seen it mentioned in from a certain point of view, or whether it's the Vader comic or in Star Wars Rebels, is that this is exactly what Chirrut Mwe believed in, is these alternative looks into the Force, these, the, the, the way that the, the Force wills it. And I feel like the Guardians... The way are, the Force works. Yeah, essentially. And it's uh, there's some deeper connection in there, and I stem it back to Rogue One, and the way that Chirrut Mwe looked at the Force, and the way that he was a Guardian, you know, Guardians of the Wills, that deeper connection into the canon heading forward. Where are we going to see this play out? And in the grand spectrum of it all, is it going to be continually accessed in the future canon in different ways possible with Ahsoka Tano? And now, heading into episode nine, great, great format and a great place to make this all happen again. Absolutely. And one little thing about that, I wasn't going to dive right into it, but Jetta keeps popping up in rumors that I'm hearing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We know that it was, you know, the world between worlds was access to a temple. And especially if, if this place was, you know, buried underground, could there be a possibility that Rey would go to Jeddah, mm-hmm. to the ruins of, you know, it wouldn't even be really be ruins. It'd be kind of rubble and maybe like underground cave type of thing, but mm-hmm. that she could be accessing some sort of thing like that. I guess my big question is, do you think we'll see the world between worlds in the final installment of the Skywalker trilogy or saga. I think it'd be a wonderful, wonderful place. And, and I, I encourage the, our listeners and our fans to please reach out to us across social media with your thoughts. I know Dave Hackerson is somebody who's going to jump on this right away. Uh, did you see what Dave commented on that? I, I did yeah. post this up on the rebel cause page today. Yes. And we've got a couple of people talking about it. Dave put up this great, super in-depth post about it. Uh, yes. Definitely jump over there and check it out. Um, today would be, January 10th. So for today when this is released, but I I think it would be great. I think there's a lot of things that, and not that I'm a person that wants anything changed about, you know, the last Jedi or force awakens or whatever, but I think it would be a way that certain characters could come back. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if just in, you know, a spirit form, like a force ghost, you know, that being Anakin, Obi-Wan, Luke, whatever. I mean, even though they can do it themselves, but maybe even for a bit more permanent of a time, like a more physical body, I guess, is what I'm getting at. Maybe you could right. come back to more physical body. I think it'd be interesting. You know, I've said it from the beginning. It'd be interesting to see the chosen one and his son and whoever our new protagonist, you know, the new character, really before we knew who it was being Ray now, of course, possibly take down this evil for the last time, whether that's again, rumor mill, a reborn Snoke or, you know, Kylo, if he truly is on the dark side, uh, which again, I don't think he is, but, and then it always goes to that Plagueis theory that, keeps popping up no matter what who knows i'm not really for or against it uh i mean i think it'd be cool but if it's not that's fine with me too you know i think i like the direction the story's going but it it just opens it up for so much and i i completely agree it's what star wars needed when filoni took that step and introduced again not time travel but we'll call it time travel for (laughs) For the time being yeah for the time being just to make it a little simpler it'd be so interesting to see it and and like i said jetta you know dagobah i guess has somewhere on it i mean unless yoda's that powerful and there's some sort of not alchemy like the sith have but you know some sort of way that yoda could conjure something like that it's really interesting the possibilities are really really truly endless when it comes to the world between worlds I just had like one of the most fascinating theories come through my head going back to force awakens and the progression that we saw coming from force awakens into the last Jedi and Caden, I'm going to pose this to our listeners, to yourself. Think about when Ray touches Anakin and Luke's saber Mm -hmm. on in Maz's castle. And the minute she touches it, she's taken into this force vision essentially of everything that is, basically transpiring right in front of her, the world that is going to become present to her with the choices that she's going to make. And that whole concept of she doesn't know who her family is, the burning of Luke's Academy, which we saw play out in the last Jedi. The one piece we have not truly seen play out in that force vision was Ren and the Knights of Ren. Yeah. Standing there. And the one way that they could successfully, and maybe we're going to see, excuse me, maybe we're going to see, some Filoni credit here with episode nine. And I don't mean to get into too much speculation, but I think that this, there could be a connection here in terms of maybe in another franchise that they decide to spin off on or more specifically a series or whatever else. When Ray touches that saber, she is accessing that world. She's accessing that, that side of the force. She in, in a moment in episode nine, how fantastic would it be if it's either Luke or Ahsoka standing next to her, walking through the world between worlds. And all those moments she is able to walk up to. And she's able to look into them. What a connection JJ would be able to build between our first real eye-opening moment in Force Awakens. And connecting that back to The Last Jedi. And that's yeah. one of those wrapping moments that brings the entire trilogy together. And says, wow, okay, this is what Rey was truly looking for. And now that has been shown to her. Not only the trilogy, but... You know, we keep hearing that JJ wants to bring the whole saga together with this, the prequel, exactly. the original trilogy. You know, we could see that Ray touches these moments all through the timeline and could either change something or right some great wrong or, you know, whatever it is. <clears throat> It'd be super interesting to see that. I, I love that idea, especially with Ahsoka as the guide. You know, yeah. yeah. People, I keep seeing people say things like, 
oh, I don't think they would put that in a movie or I don't think they would put that, you know, mm. in an, in a, like a live action series or a TV show. And mm-hmm. I have to agree with the fact that I don't think they would put that in a TV show. No, if they're going to do it, they're going to do it big and they're going to do it with the, you know, a movie budget. Correct. And really show us something pretty incredible. And, yep. you know, people always say these things like, oh, it's, there's only one movie to go. There's only one movie to go. <laughs> there's only six Star Wars movies that they've – each one has built these amazing, crazy things within them. That's right. And, you know, think of how much of Star Wars we know that's strictly from The Last Jedi. Oh, so much. The fact that there are other lightsaber colors besides blue and red. <laughs> right. You know, um, the emperor in general, you know, his whole character, force lightning, all these crazy, crazy things. You know, the fact that Vader's redeemed, that was 10 minutes before the end of that movie, you know, and that's, that's right. like that's such right. a big thing. It doesn't take hours and hours to explain one simple thing. You do it right. You do it quickly on screen. Boom. It's established and it's done. And you can move forward using that as a story point. Yep. That's filmmaking. That's your dad would know that that's filmmaking. Oh, oh of course. Dad would know Jake, Mr. Jake Steller himself, uh, filmmaker, Strayember just wrapped, yeah. uh, working on it now. Anyway, strayembermovie.com. It, it would be pretty perfect. I, I'm looking forward to seeing something from, if not the world between worlds, just something from the deeper lore, make an appearance. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think it could really explain some stuff about Ray oh, and, and really show what the Skywalkers were. You know, mm-hmm. if they're wrapping up the Skywalker story, I'm about it. But I want to know why the Skywalkers were, you know, he took out the Sith. Sure. But then, you know, more darkness comes, you know, the, are they going to be the end of the darkness? The ones that actually bring balance through Ben Solo? I would hope, you know, people, people keep saying like, oh, Ben needs to die. Ben needs to die. I highly doubt they will end the Skywalker story with the last one was a, and got murdered. You know, <laughs> essentially, yeah, no, yeah no. like really, like if they kill him at the end, it's just kind of like, well, that went, that went to shit real quick. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, like, no, it's true. The, the entire bloodline would end in shambles, and I just don't think they're yeah. going to do that because they they really can't continue it with Leia, fortunately, since mm-hmm. Carrie's gone. Mm-hmm. Ben's the only person to be able to do it, and yeah. I, I think maybe even with now, imagine Ben going to the world between worlds and mm-hmm. Anakin showing him. Hey, look at what actually happened and what you were looking what you were looking up to the dark side in me. Mm, that's not actually what my path was. Whoa. Now you're just getting into a whole other level of what if knowing that the minds between Kylo Ren and Rey are bridged now going forward and they could have easily been there separate. together. Correct. One's on one end of it, one's on the other, and Ahsoka and Anakin bring them together. And they just have that moment where it's like, this is the balance. This is what the balance looks like. These are the paths that you chose for this to be successful. And maybe something goes wrong. Maybe, you know, that that's maybe something goes right. Who knows? But yes, that would show what JJ has always wanted to do, which was from The Force Awakens and from The Last Jedi, executive producer. He was behind the scenes. He knows how all this stuff is playing out. Oh, Bring absolutely. them together and show that balance. That's why Ryan wasn't held with all that stuff. He had his job to do. This is what JJ has always wanted to do with the story that he came up with alongside whoever else. <clears throat> and it's been a thing with these powerful Skywalkers that, you know, they tend to fall. <laughs> the dark Essentially, side. yes. But there's always someone to bring them back. And, you Correct. know, Vader Correct. had that within his son, but Ben doesn't really have someone that could do that for him. You know, Obi-Wan Kenobi could not have brought Anakin back. 
Never. Nope. Yoda could not have brought Anakin back. Ahsoka couldn't bring Anakin. Luke couldn't do it for Ben. Han couldn't do it for Ben. Leia, possibly, but still, that's the you know, the family. That's, yeah. That's rough ground. Um, Ahsoka, not Ahsoka, sorry. Ray could be that person to Ben that the Force put there because the Force knew that a Skywalker had to fall. Bring If a Skywalkers are really supposed to bring balance to the Force, Ben will come mm-hmm. back. Ray will be the conduit in which, you know puts it in action that he's redeemed and whether she survives or not is a whole other question and i have to be honest in, so. i would be very okay with ray dying yeah oh if absolutely. It was, if it was to save kylo and she's a martyr for the light side i think it'd be completely fine as long as they do it right i think it'd be great you get a little more explanation you know ray no you don't have any parents because you were born from the force you know she literally you were a manifestation of the force kind of like anakin your comic did what they did is that why they teased it the way that they did with the tease palpatine Palpatine. (laughs) yeah yeah and that's you know we haven't touched on that yet but vader (laughs) had his own journey you know we've seen two very different versions of the world between worlds now we've seen a very beautiful kind of light side elegant version and then we've seen this hateful version that literally you're just walking a path and confronting all this crap from you know your past and all that yeah, and even looking to the future. So I think I, I'd put it at a very high, very high percentage that we'll see the world between worlds within the next year. I'll say mm-hmm. whether that's nine, which I hope it's nine, it makes the most sense. We'll see it again here somewhere very soon. I believe. Mm, interesting point. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna one up yours a little bit. I'm gonna say episode. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. Episode nine, definitely. I think based on the discussion we've been having here and whether people pick up on this or not, I would not be surprised if Filoni doesn't wrap up Clone Wars with Anakin accessing the world between worlds. And that is how we lead our way into episode nine. The timing is perfect. The timing would be absolutely perfect to do so in the Clone Wars with episode nine right there. Yeah, I... (laughs) That's funny because, like, I feel like nobody's talking about the Clone Wars right now. And they should be. It's coming back, man. Like, that's going to be so awesome, (laughs) you know? And nobody's really talking about it too much right now. But, uh, yeah, not to fall down that whole rabbit hole right now. (laughs) I know. (laughs) That's a whole other one. Yeah, but I'm – It's. I guess to to wrap up the thought, really, you know, the world between worlds is just a super interesting part of Star Wars. And I love the fact that they brought it into play. And I just can't wait to see what they do with it. It's – Literally a sandbox that mm-hmm. they have so much they could do within it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready to see more. Yeah. Filoni's given us yet another amazing aspect to not just the Force, but to the world of Star Wars. And possibilities are endless. Whether we see it, another great place for it to show up is in the Master and Apprentice book from Claudia Gray coming up right yeah. around the corner. I mean, there's going to there's gonna be teases. There's going to be things, folks, that Lucasfilm, like I said to you, Caden, multiple occasions... They're not telling us something and there's going to be little bits and pieces that they're not telling us. They're going to start showing up as we head towards December. The one thing I do want to ask you, and we'll throw this to the fans as well. Definitely comment on this post, whether it's on Facebook or whatever, leave a comment. Do you think Mortis Mm -hmm. was the world between worlds and that the actual, you know, pyramid structure was just kind of a floating temple for it and that they weren't actually really anywhere, which is why they were gone for a little bit, just like Ezra was gone. They couldn't reach him on the comms, anything like that. I I personally think so. Yeah. I think it was the same place, but you know, 
it was yeah. manifested in such a way that it, it looked like a physical place so that Anakin and Obi-Wan and Ahsoka could kind of understand it better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, easily. I think that the world between worlds takes on different manifestations. I think it isn't just necessarily what Ahsoka and Ezra walk through. I think based on where the force is at that time, it has its own unique look. You know, the one that we see in Clone Wars with Anakin, Ahsoka, and Obi-Wan is very different than the one that we see play out in Star Wars Rebels. And I think Dave Filoni did that on purpose. And I feel like Lucasfilm is going to continue to push it forward in the storyline, probably through Pablo Hidalgo and whoever else as well, that it's going to have a different manifestation as we look at where the Force is. Now, saying that with Episode Nine, if we do see play out what we're theorizing and kind of speculating on, then... Yeah, it's going to look very, it may look very different than how we see it in Star Wars Rebels. It may look completely different. And hey, knowing again that Kylo Ren and Rey's minds are bridged, they may see it in different ways. They may be walking into the same realm, but see it differently. And that would be an absolute mind blowing scene to see Rey looking at it one way and Ben Solo looking at it in a completely different way. Yeah, that would be really interesting. The literally the takes of the light and the dark side. Yes. On what the force is. Yeah, that would be really cool. Or it'd be more interesting if they saw it the same. Even though oh, they, they make you think that it they're, they're gonna, gonna see it differently, but you see it in this. They see it in the same way. Uh, that's a JJ Abrams thing right there, man. You just get, you, you just set that up. Just like some lens flare, baby, and we got a film. There you go. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's funny. Yeah, so that's pretty much that's pretty much it, man. Yeah, I really wanted to talk about that today. I woke up this morning and it was just first thing that popped in my head. <laughs> it's like, oh, the world between worlds is like super interesting. Oh, absolutely. It's kind of been, you know, gears have been turning all day. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure the fans out there are absolutely loving every second of it. Cause that's a subject that's really never discussed after star Wars rebels. It was like, Oh, okay. After the clone wars episode with it. Uh, okay. But now that it's building oh, up yeah. fruition and it's, and it's going to take place at some point here, I can, like you, like you, I can put money on it. it. It's such a worthy conversation, and we encourage everybody to get out there and join that conversation. And of course, like always, we say, you know, uh, always throw it to us. If you have questions, feel free to message the page. You know, we've do had it. people do that in the past, comment, you know, all that great stuff of, of different topics or even just different spins on what we said. Hey, if you think we're wrong, tell us about it. I'd love tell to us, argue with please. you. Please. <laughs> I'd love to talk about it. Yeah. I, I love debating Star Wars. I mean, <laughs> it's pretty, it's fun. <laughs> Here in the real world, that would be the closest to the world between worlds. I would say would have to be Celebration Lancaster in April oh. 11. Oh, 100%. <laughs> it's got to be. It's got to be Celebration Lancaster, man. It's got to be Celebration funny. Lancaster. And I can officially announce now that Miss Angela McKendrick is on board. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Beautiful. Locked in, locked in, man. She's good. she's even. I think she's hanging out after with us too, hanging out with the Rep. Nice. Callsburg City crew, kicking it for a while, and that's fantastic. Yeah, I am awesome. super super excited. Um, two more announcements actually. There's some other stuff that's just not locked in, locked in yet. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I guess I have three announcements because uh, Rich Johnson, uh, he does like miniatures painting and all that stuff. He's locked in. He'll be at the event. Nice. Uh, that's X-Wing miniatures and uh, Armada miniatures, and I believe Legion, which is mm. like you know people rather than ships. He'll be there selling his wares, uh, which he does fantastic work. I can never do it. <laughs> I could never do it. It's so tedious and small. Yeah. 
like he had a, a IG88 mm-hmm. and like all the little bags on IG88 like had a button on what? like the flap, you know, like the wow. dude, it, it was insane. That is insane. Uh, it was fantastic work. Guests coming from out of town will have the opportunity to book a very discounted room at the Lancaster Hotel. Yeah. Or the Hotel Lancaster. I believe it's the Hotel Lancaster. You call in and you'll put but we'll have a special code that you give them. <laughs> yes. I think we're going to call it the Rebel Base. I think it might as well. Book a room in the Rebel Base. Yeah. It just makes sense to me. But you'll be able to call in and we're going to have our own wing. It's going uh, to be awesome. Again, very discounted price. Uh, and it's gorgeous. Yeah. I, got I saw pictures. Of, I was yeah. so, so excited to see that. I got a tour of the, Lanc- or the Hotel Lancaster and it was just gorgeous. Shout out to Adam Frederick for seriously hooking us up and giving me that awesome tour it was awesome awesome we actually yeah. got our first donation uh oh. donating some prizes nice uh, i would love to throw it over and give some attention to the sith crafter on facebook oh very nice and should i should i tell him what he's donated or why not I... keaton why not ah we gotta leave some mystery all right i think it's like it's about two foot long it's a star destroyer model that he made himself that I, he makes them all the time, I guess. I don't know if it's 3D printed or, or mm-hmm. whatnot. Um, and then some other really cool things. But that's like the main big item that he's donating to send our way for our raffles for the Water Street mission. Wow, a whole Star Destroyer. One whole Star Destroyer. So that's pretty cool. I'm pretty that excited. Awesome. So I got to throw him major props, man. Thank you so much for uh, being the first person to, you know, to donate to it uh, for one of our raffles. You know, we have a couple different items. Uh, that we already have that we're going to be putting up for raffle and not, you know, at our normal events, we do like black series figures and stuff like that. Right. These are some high dollar items that, you know, we're going to be, I'm dropping one of them now sitting right here. If <laughs> <laughs> everybody broken star Wars items, wonderful. Should I, should I tease them with a little hint to this one? I'll give you guys a little hint. All right. Ready? Saber cool crimson. All right. If you know what, if you know what that was, then I think you can figure it out. But yeah. Something. There's going to be so many cool things we have to raffle off. And I'm just, oh man, every day is getting more and more exciting. Um, yeah. I'm just really excited to be able to give fans a really awesome opportunity here and to be able to come just hang out in a room full of hopefully hundreds of other Star Wars fans mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and have a chance to get, you know, their hands on some. I'm, I'm talking to uh, vendors that strictly sell vintage stuff. I'm talking to vendors that have newer stuff like the Black Series line and all that yeah. great stuff. I'm talking to some prop makers to come nice. up. You know, not those three aren't set in stone yet. Of course, I will have a comic book vendor there as well. Uh, those four aren't set in stone. I've talked to all of them. Super, super exciting time. For Celebration Lancaster, we're looking at Saturday, April 13th at Telus 360 in beautiful downtown Lancaster, Pennsylvania. We're making the seven hour drive down, of course, to hang out. And to be, make sure that Celebration Lancaster puts on one heck of a show for Star Wars fans in cooperation with Rebel Cause Lancaster. And uh, the one thing I will say about it, and one thing that I'm super excited about this opportunity, and just in talking with a lot of people uh, from the blockade, specifically our listeners and everything, is that not everybody could afford to get to Chicago. I cannot tell you how many individuals I talked Dude, to. Dude, I couldn't afford to go to Chicago. Yeah. I mean, five I mean, days. I mean, dropping it like that all at once? No. Five days is a lot 
to fly to Chicago, to get a hotel room, to expect to take a lift every day down to the convention center. And if you're lucky enough to actually have a hotel right there, let me tell you something. And then buy stuff at the convention. Yeah. Well, that's just it. And then you look at an event like Celebration Lancaster, where it's a free event. You're going to walk in. You're going to be blown away by what Brick City and Rebel Cause Lancaster is putting on. And you are going to get the celebration experience for free. Let me say that. Doesn't matter how far you travel. Hold on, whether it's hold on. Hold on, let me say it. Ready? Yeah. One, two, three, four, free, free, for free, for free. And you're gonna get the same kind of experience. We're gonna have live check-ins from Chicago on what's going on at the panels. Yeah, what's we're gonna be like watching to- them up on the projector screen to tell yeah. us. Like we're gonna be watching. It's gonna be. It's awesome. going to be a fantastic time, and we want you to be there. And everybody I've talked to is like, "What a great idea." What a great idea to individuals that can't make it because you still want to have the fun the celebration would bring. And we're doing that for you guys. Don't miss out on this opportunity. It's going to be a lot of fun. And again, it's free. It's free, guys. It's free. It's free real yeah. estate. And, and, and it's free real estate. It's free Star Wars fun. Yeah. If anybody has any questions, feel free to message the Rebel Cause page, message the Brick City page, or check it. out the event link on again both the rebel cause and brick city page and speaking of the rebel cause and brick city page for plug time boom we're just going to go right into it do you want to say plug time you can say plug time if you want no you're good speaking of the rebel cause page you can find rebel cause lancaster at rebel cause lancaster on facebook and instagram under that same name you can find rebel chatter the official podcast of rebel cause at rebelchatter.com on itunes and all those other great podcasting apps all across the galaxy and of course, you can find us all over the oh, the BrickCityBlockade.com podcast network. Of course, that's right, at the Brick City. That's right. You guys can follow me over on Twitter at Mister Vote Tweets. All my tomfoolery and random turtle videos over on Instagram at the official Vote www.BrickCityBlockade.com for everything happening with Celebration Lancaster and everything happening at the podcast network and everything happening in a galaxy not too too far away. Patreon to support the network over on Public to rock the network. I think they've heard enough of us, and I think they're ready to go hypothesize on what a world between worlds might mean. Absolutely, folks. So until next time, may the Force be with you. Always. <laughs>